0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer
1: the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Oakland A's baseball is just around the corner.
3: The to Ramon is drilled to left center,
2: way back. How far will it fly as the A's take
3: the lead?
5: How do you stop the Tampa Bay Rays? They lead Major League Baseball in runs per game. They lead Major League Baseball in home runs. They are undefeated at 7-0. and They've won each game by four or more runs. They've outscored their opponents 53-18, to and they have the best run differential in baseball at plus 35. Vince Catronio It's an easy question with a hard answer. How do you slow these guys down?
4: Well, something's got to give, right? I mean, the percentages at some point are going to swing in favor, and you hope you're the team that that it happens to with the A's in town for two more games, hoping that's the case. Look, as good as the Rays have been, and they have a dynamic lineup, we saw that firsthand last night, but they're not going to do this all year. And at some point, somebody's going to slow them down, and you're hoping that a guy like you know, Shintaro Fujinami can, can start that process and go deeper in the game than what he did last Saturday in his major league debut, which had so much going on. It was just it just wasn't an ordinary uh, start for him, and hopefully today is a little more, you know, normal for him and we get a chance to see a little more of the real Fuji, and hopefully he can go a little deeper in this game.
5: Yeah, you know, his first two innings, fantastic. That third inning was just rough, but you got to say this. After Adam Aller pitched the way he did last night, man, this bullpen is better than you think.
4: Well, they've, they've certainly, you know, held their own, and they've been forced to. They've thrown a lot of innings, more than 30 innings already in just the seven games. That's a pretty high percentage per game, so you're right. All or even in the game where he gave up, you know, the runs behind Fuji last Saturday, he went four-plus innings, so you can't, you know, you can't fault him for that. And, you know, Adrian Martinez has had a, you know, decent outing and one that wasn't so great, but, the, you know, the one-inning guys, for the most part, have been very solid for the Athletics, and... They need help. You know they need guys. You know, like getting Blackburn back, getting Rosinski back in the rotation, seeing those guys gobble up some innings and take some of the pressure off with them because they cannot, you know, maintain this pace that they're on right now.
5: And how about the offense? The last few games,
4: it's been good to see. I mean, the A's actually out-hit the Rays 12 to 10 last night. Now, you know, they didn't hit as many balls out of the ballpark as they did. The A's hit two; they hit five. But that is encouraging. And seeing Seth Brown start another game against the left-hander in his last two games, hitting Rockets to center that were robbed on great catches by center fielders. I'm, I'm really encouraged, really, what I'm seeing from Seth and certainly from Ramon Laureano.
5: Have a good call. Thank you, Chris. Coming up next, Paul Hemichides from ESPN has a new book as we get you ready for A's baseball right here on A's Total Access.
0: Like sports, business is about winning
3: Get moving in the most fun-to-drive Honda vehicles yet. Like the Civic, the vehicle car and driver called more fun to drive than the competition. And the HRV with more style and more exhilarating performance. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Civic or 2023 HRV.
4: Brought to you by your Northern California Honda dealers. Buy or reserve yours
2: today. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic SI and Type R car and driver October 2021.
6: This is A's Total Access.
5: Our buddy Paul Hembikides, better known as Hembo on ESPN, is absolutely blowing up. He's got a new book, Got Your Number, that he's put out with Mike Greenberg. Of course, they're both on the ESPN morning show on television, Get Up, and you hear them on ESPN Radio. They were on Good Morning America yesterday. And then after Good Morning America, he stopped by A's Cast Live. Hembo talking about how tough the AL East is.
0: I'm fascinated by it. So we know that there's going to be the Staples near or at the top. It would seem very unlikely to me that the Yankees aren't going to win 90 games because they just have the infrastructure. It seems very unlikely to me also that Toronto won't get to 90 wins because they also have the infrastructure. And I think that pitching stuff is a lot better, by the way, parenthetically, Back to your brain. I think Kevin Gosman has a really good chance to win the Cy Young. I've been—he might be the most impressive pitcher that I have watched so far this season, and his peripherals are excellent. But regarding the other teams in the division, I'm not. It's going to take me a little while to sell myself on Boston because, despite my my now uh, obsession with Masataka uh, Yoshida, I think there's a lot of holes on that roster, especially when it comes to the pitching staff. I think they're going to finish fifth. But the two teams you mentioned in between, the two teams you mentioned in between are fascinating. I think the Rays are really good I mean I think that the Rays have the chance to be the best team in that whole league I don't know that they'll do it but what I do know is that starting rotation one through four is diabolical what I do know is that Wander Franco if he plays 150 games is going to give you six or seven more what I do know is that in five of the last six years in five of the last six years the Tampa Bay Rays have had the best winning percentage across the minor leagues That is unbelievable. If you're able to to turn over your talent like that year over year, it means you're a regenerative player development machine, and that's going to manifest at the big league level. When it comes to Baltimore, I'm obsessed with Adley Rutschman. And I'm telling you, man, it is my belief, and I'm just tangenting here, but look, you gave me the floor, so this is your problem. It is my belief that having a great catcher that can do everything is more valuable right this second than it has ever been in the history of Major League Baseball. Let's, let's, Let's consider where we are. We are operating in an ecosystem in which there's still a home, a home plate umpire and not a machine that calls balls and strikes, which means that your blocking and especially your framing matters as much as it ever has before. Right now, the league is stealing bases at an 81% clip and stolen bases are way up. If you have a catcher, if you have JT Real Muto, if you have Adley Rutschman, if you have Wilson Contreras, if you have fill in the blank stud that can really throw and, the, and that person can single-handedly suppress the running game, you have all of a sudden added enormous value to your pitching staff and to your defense because you're not playing ring around the rosy every time someone gets on first base. Oh, and by the way, Adley Rutschman can hit with his eyes closed. JT Real Muto stole 20 bases last year. We could be living in a world in which a catcher wins the MVP this year in large part because if you can control the running game now and do all the other stuff – how could, you have, how could you possibly have more value? To me, the only person in baseball that could have more value than a great a superstar catcher is Shohei Otani. He's obviously a cheat code. But look at Real Muto and look at Rutschman as two guys who, if they stay healthy, could make a real push to win MVPs of their respective leagues because catcher matters more now than it ever has in the history
5: of the sport. And, and, and to give you a little more info on that, like a little inside baseball, mm. like comparing the old catchers to today's catcher, you're dealing... With way more pitchers, which means you've got to know every single guy. You've got to know his heartbeat. You've got to know his stuff. You got to know how he plays. What makes him comfortable? When he's not comfortable. Ray Fossey talked to us about when they played the Dodgers in the World Series, they only used five pitchers the A's did in the 70s. Now you're dealing with so many. And how many how many guys are coming up and down from AAA? Rays have been the king at that. So as a catcher, you got to keep knowing all the everything you just said. Plus, I gotta handle this massive staff. These are the biggest pitching staffs we've ever seen.
0: Yes. It's like you're asking like an elementary school teacher to, to teach every single class. Oh, I have to keep track of all of these kids? oh, by the way, I'm teaching them math and English and science and history and fill in the blank. They're, a catcher's responsibility now across the game of baseball is incredibly vast. It's why, it's why I actually like the fact that, despite the fact that I think Travis Darno is a top 10 catcher, Alex Anthopoulos said, we're going to trade for Sean Murphy too, right? Because you can't have too many good players at that position. And it's so physically demanding. And it's so mentally demanding. I think you make an absolutely great point. If you, can, if you can thrive in every area as a catcher right now, I think you can be the most valuable player in the whole freaking league.
5: The research he does is amazing. He's the guy that does all the research for Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Baseball. We'll have part two of our conversation with Himbo tomorrow here on A's Total Access. Up next, talking injuries with Jessica Kleinschmidt right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
4: ashby lumber
5: this is chris townsend and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games go see my friends at the chicken pie shop the walnut creek the chicken pie shop is one of the hottest restaurants in walnut creek you're not going to find a better menu and come try their world famous chicken pie that has been served in southern california for 86 years spacious indoor and outdoor dining perfect for your next private party or corporate event don't forget free parking for more information go to chicken that's chicken
4: Hey, A's fans.
2: A's cast is your destination for non-stop A's baseball. The
3: fish Seth Brown now, and he drills one to right. Way back, and no doubt, and that quickly, the A's have taken the lead second deck.
2: This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
5: And the A's and the Rays coming your way at 110. Shintaro Fujinami up against Jeffrey Springs. We have Jessica Kleinschmidt with us, and Jessica... What do we have rolling today with a little bit of an injury report?
7: Yeah, some good news coming out for pitching. Polly B was dealing with that fingernail injury coming out of his outing in Stockton, though. He said he was feeling really good. He did give up some hits, but we don't really care about the box score as much as we care about how he's feeling. He will follow that up with a triple A Vegas outing on Wednesday, uh, three innings for him with 45 pitches. And so will Drew Rusinitsky wazinski sorry he's going to be dealing he's been dealing with some hamstring tightness he'll also have a rehab outing with triple a and we'll do three innings with 45 pitches as well and it's good news because i think our pitching can use a little bit of help the era is the second worst across the majors so we need to get that lowered, county badly
5: did they consult you on the nail issue
7: No, (laughs) I'm glad you asked, because of course I am the queen of having my nails did, but um, it's more like, it's an annoying injury that we all have to deal with. I can't tell you how many times, like I've been struggling just to deal with my daily errands because my nails all funky and think about it. You know, we talked about it, like having to do some of those specialty pitches where the stitches hit your fingers. So that's just kind of annoying. And those things, those injuries open back up time after time. So those are difficult to deal with.
5: Yeah, A's rotation ERA at 9.48, not good right now. But what is good right now? You're starting to see it. Shea Langoliers swinging the bat.
7: Shea is as he I call him, and he approves of that nickname I might add he wasn't being as productive as at the plate as I was anticipating and of course that can be chalked up to it's early in the season but you know that 440 foot home run the longest of his career small sample size of course did show some promise and Codd said that he really liked when he he can see Shea being more locked in at the plate And the thing about Shea is, earlier in his career, he tinkered with that swing a lot coming out of Baylor up heading into the draft. And some of that plate discipline that he lacked earlier in his career, he evened out quite a bit. And we know those catchers, despite their young age, they're very mature in their approach. And he's showing that at the plate as well. And he's just making sure to remain true to that approach and remain consistent. And, you know, taking away that run differential, Townie, overall with this offense. I've, it's the most excited I've seen. I've been excited about the way that these guys are hitting the ball. And even when Shea gets on the, ba- the bases, he's, he's quick. He's sneaky quick. So there are some positives coming out. And maybe this was a switch that came off for everybody. But offensively, I'm pretty impressed with what's going on. It's just about we need to get some of those offensive runs turning into wins.
5: And, and quickly, Ryan noted the last few games turned it on offensively.
7: Yeah, and we talked about the way that he's able to control the zone, and he's had a lot of mature at-bats. Tony Kemp mentioned that specifically. We can't ignore some of those younger guys. And he has this, this way of making it look easy, too, which is really cool to see. And he has that power. Like you said, he's having himself a week, so good for him as well. I really love watching him go up to the plate and even on the bases as well. He's pretty fast himself.
5: We will talk to you
7: tomorrow. Sounds good, Tony.
5: Jessica Kleinschmidt right here on A's total access up next Grady Fuson special assistant to the general manager A's legend will join Vince Catronio next right here on A's total access brought to you by Chevron.
7: Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and tops.com to collect the first product of the season, Tops Series One Baseball. Follow at Tops on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today.
4: You're listening
6: to the A's Total Access Show.
4: It is time once again for another segment of Around the Miners. And on the Saturday, we visit with Grady Fuson, the A's Special Assistant to the General Manager. He's been in the organization for decades. He's won just about every scouting award possible. And now more concentrated on the player development side. And Grady, I want to take a step back. And just what you saw this year specifically, watching spring training with young players and what gives you uh some thoughts of positivity with what you saw
1: well i I think uh we're starting to get a little better in the system as you know the the system took a a hit for a couple of years as as we competed at the big league level pretty well and made some deals and had to recover and a couple of uh a couple of rough first round picks that kind of held us up a little bit but we've gathered back we've uh I think we have many more players currently uh, that you can see a bright future from. I think we're still a little light on the starting pitching, but that a lot of it is because, you know, some of those players from those trades, the Chapman deal, the, the D. Olson deal, the Murphy, you know, some of those pitchers have just not come back, you know, in fulls. You know, Hoagland is still getting uh, miss with his shoulder. again. is now... Looking like he's fully healthy. Uh, Kusick's had some downtime. Um, so we're in that position where we're still trying to get them back. And once we get them back and, and going, I think that'll be a big improvement with our starters.
4: Grady, how do you evaluate watching players in spring training, seeing them get on their rosters, begin playing in April, and then what you want to see when you take another peek at them in June? What, what defines progress on the development side for you?
1: Well, a lot of it depends on their age and, and where they're, where they're kind of at in their development. So much of it with young players is uh, a lot of times size and strength. So when you look at young players like, uh, like Max Muncy, who at 18 signed and came into the organization as a 180-pounder, and now he's 195. He's kept his athleticism. Now he's moving well to the baseball I think we all know he's, he's aggressive and he's got some strength. Uh, but, but a lot of that is, is 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 growing as an individual physically, mentally. But also a lot of the players that we had in instructional league that we try to leave them with, here are the things that we're going to get done in instruction league. Here are the things that you take home for the winter. And hopefully when you return in March, we're going to see a difference. So those are some of the big things I look for.
4: When we saw like Lawrence Butler in spring training with the big league staff and Denzel Clark and Muncy came over a little bit and uh, you know Mason Miller made a start, uh, J.T. Ginn gave three strong innings, how much does that lift a young player just for that brief time in front of the major league staff trying to leave an impression and maybe the hope is that something like that motivates them to get off to a good start in the system?
1: Scott's tremendous. I mean, most of those kids have never – been in a big league clubhouse, been in a big league dugout, much less been on a major league field. And to be able to just be called to go over for the day, whether you're in or not, you're seeing what's going on at the major league level. If you do get an opportunity to to pinch hit or play a couple innings or throw an inning or two and perform, uh, there's no bigger feeling that a young player can get and, you know, bring back to his development.
4: Brady, one last thought as we're we're moving forward in 2023 and all the things you've seen over the years and maybe some of the formulas and the discussions on X player needs this amount of plate appearances, X pitcher needs this many innings in the minor leagues, how much has that changed and how many teams are accelerating that and are the A's maybe part of that also thinking about, well, don't look at the innings, the number of innings or the number of bats, we feel like the time is right for this player either to be promoted in the system, or ready to come to the highest level?
1: Uh, well, it's a little bit more confusing today because, you know, people are trying to uh, enrich the major league club with youth. Uh, youth is, is, is risky. At the same time, it's cheaper. Uh, you know, there's many, many times in our game where you could bring a rookie up that might not be totally prepared and he performs to a level of a five to $8 million player. So, I mean, there's a financial situation in that. Um, also, you know, more clubs are using the draft player development to hold on to value in their system for trades, whereas the, the – I don't want to say the older days, but, you know, player development was basically to uh, groom and train players the Oakland A's way – to become big leaguers. Now, we all know all of them aren't going to make it. Uh, but in today's game, it's a little bit different because players are being rushed, especially when they have upside tools. Um, you know, it's hard to determine the mental factor of a player unless he's challenged a little bit. And at the same time, if, if there's a lack of performance and a player's getting beat down at a certain level, uh, just because he has tools doesn't make it. Uh, the soundest thing to do to move him to another level so uh you know it's catch 22 right now in this era and uh you know it's a tough call
4: grady i appreciate the conversation look forward to visiting with you again during the summer and and look back on what happened at the beginning and where you think guys are moving forward over the course of the 23 campaign thanks so much
1: sounds good vince
5: Grady Fuson, special assistant to the general manager. Our guests are around the minors. Townie, now back to you. Nah, uh, Grady is the best. Coming up next, we'll get you ready for the A's and the Rays right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
0: Like sports, business is about winning
4: swing, and a miss. He went soft and got him again on a changeup. That's seven strikeouts, an ongoing new career high for Paul Blackburn.
2: AceCast is your 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A'sCast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
5: The Rays are the first team to start a season 7 and 0 since the 2016 Orioles. We have now we have not seen a team start 8 and 0 since the 2003 Royals who eventually got to 9 and 0 on the season. And for Shintaro after that rough start on opening day, now all the hoopla, all the Japanese media, Otani Angels giving away a t-shirt, all that stuff is gone. Now you're just pitching against the hottest team in baseball as the Rays, they've hit the most home runs, and they're scoring more runs per game than anybody in baseball. So let's see, Shintaro, what you got. You're only pitching once every Saturday. You got to be productive, and you got to give the team some innings. Coming up next, Ken Korak, the voice of your A's, with the pitching coach, Scott Emerson, as we get you ready for the A's and the Rays, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
6: This is A's Total Access.
3: On a Saturday in St. Pete, it's game two of the series. The A's against the Rays as the Rays took the first game last night. A's pitching coach Scott Emerson joins us. Let's talk about Centaro Fujinami making a second start for the A's today and your expectations for Fuji.
8: Well, you know, uh, Fuji had a good work week, and expecting him to come out and, and establish that fastball and move his off speed around. You know, he's got electric major league pitches, and now it's about putting them together, being confident, having that ability to slow that game down and execute in one pitch at a time. When he does that, it's going to be real good. We saw flashes of it last game, and then the focus kind of left him a little bit, but now we, you know, got to get him to understand that, uh, you know, when, when stuff goes. Haywire a little bit. How can we uh, get back into uh, putting it, ourselves back into a dominant position, and and we got some cues for him. So hopefully it will happen today.
3: Was that the biggest thing, the focus? Because if you look at it, it was a tale of two starts last time on uh, Saturday against the Angels. Because for the first two innings, he was just, he was flat out lights out.
8: Yeah, you know that's just you know the ability to slow the game down when it speeds up on you. What can I do to to get myself back in the zone? What can I do to? Uh, you know, force the, the, the issue, you know, mainly forcing soft contact or, or trying to get some swing and miss. So, you know, hopefully today uh, when he recognizes something, we can go out there and we can, uh, you know, nip it real quick.
3: Would you like to see him feature his fastball more?
8: Well, I think he's got an electric fastball. He's just got to have that ability to throw it where he needs to uh, at any given time. You know, every, every hitter in the league has a weak area on the fastball. Can we exploit that fastball? If not, you've got to be able to trust your strength with your fastball, and, and that's just going right after a guys and, and trusting that you're not predictable and you can use your fastball.
3: How do you get Ken Waldachuk on track?
8: Well, Ken's just, you know, the same thing. He's got to throw strikes, and that's the name of the game. Uh, the more times you put the ball in the box, the better you're going to be. And the more times you put the ball in the box, you're unpredictable with what you're putting in the box, the better you're going to be. But, you know, the the loose fastballs up in a way and the off speed up in the way, we got to clean that up. Uh, we got to get the, the misses closer to the zone the hitters to be a little bit more tempted at swinging at it. And then, you know, the pitches that are inside the strike zone uh, have to continually be inside the strike zone. You yeah. know, like I said, the, like I Ken uh, all the time, he's got really good stuff. Uh, don't beat yourself. Have the hitters beat you. So, be aggressive and, and throw strikes.
3: Adam Mahler finished up the game last night. I mean, that was the definition of a a long relief effort. He really saved the bullpen, didn't
8: he? Yeah, he's done that twice for us. Uh, done a really nice job of, of going uh, length for us in that bullpen and saving the rest of the guys down there. You know, that, That's the one thing You know, when you have a long guy, that's his job, is to, to make sure other guys don't have to pitch that day. And, and he did a heck of a job.
3: Drew Rusinski threw on the side before the ball game today. And how's he coming along?
8: Yeah, he had a two-up uh, side today, uh, threw the ball well. We're looking to get him out on a rehab assignment shortly.
3: And you think Paul Blackburn, that uh, maybe one or two more starts in the miter leagues after his effort last night for Stockton?
8: Yeah, you know, just get out there. You know, Paul's only really thrown the ball off the mound twice since uh, the finger injury. Uh, you know, we kept his arm moving for, for the weeks uh, with, with the finger, but, you know, you get off the mound, through a bullpen, and then all of a sudden, boom! You're in the you're in a ball game. So, you know it's a you know stuff's not there yet; it's not ready uh, for for the big leagues yet. But uh, you just got to get out there and face hitters. I don't have
3: to tell you that this Rays ball club right now is red hot. They're in the top two or three in the American League in virtually every offensive category. How would you describe the challenge for your pitchers? in facing their offense right
8: now? Yeah, they're a good hitting team. They're, they're very disciplined. Uh, they don't chase much outside the strike zone. They'll hunt fastballs in fastball counts, and they'll hunt off-speed and off-speed counts. So that's where you, you need to be predictable. You need to pitch, but you need to execute your pitches. And if you're executing your pitches, you're going to have success. If you're not executing your pitches, obviously the hitter gains the advantage.
3: This uh, indoor facility here can play pretty small, can't it?
8: Uh, it sure was last night. You know, a couple uh, mid-90 uh, balls going out of the ballpark, uh, which is different. But, uh, you know, both teams had the, the playing with the same ball, playing in the same ballpark. They just took advantage, and, and we made some mistakes, and they capitalized on our mistakes.
3: All right, Townie, that's Emo, and we'll send things back over to you.
5: Well, Jeffrey Springs signed a four-year, $31 million extension with the Rays in January. They don't give a lot of extensions. This guy's pretty good, but it's time to run on him. A's six for six in stolen bases. Let's see the track shoes on today. I'd like to see that. A's and Rays next right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network, and I'll talk to you after the ball game.
6: Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best